Hello, everybody. Welcome to Training Perspectives. As always, I'm your host, John Norris, and our co-host... Sam Clement. Hey, John. Hey, how are you doing today, Sam? Doing I hope good. you're doing well. I'm doing wonderful. I want to thank everyone for their very positive um, comments regarding some of the previous episodes that we have. And Sam, I've got to tell you, in terms of the syntaxes, you know the sugary soda tax? Sure. Uh, when you came to us with that idea, when you came to me and Sarah with that idea and said this would be a good one, I thought you must have lost your mind. Uh, but then, recently, I was at the grocery store, um, a wiggling pig, I think that's what they call it, or something thereabouts, and I was picking up a bottle of ketchup. And someone said, no, that's got sugar in it, so you're going to tax it? <laughs> so people are actually listening to this and, and having some pretty It's pretty cool, event. actually. Well, it is pretty cool. And it's, uh, it's pretty cool that they were sitting, we were sitting there. We were obviously making an allusion to the syntaxes. I think the barbecue and Big Ops episode. I think yeah. that was episode number four. I think that was number four. So good job on that. Good job on, on that topic. Today, I wanted to talk about something, and that's what social media, what role does social media have moving forward? Because obviously, you know, Sam, this week that the two founders of Instagram, which Facebook owns, right? the two founders of Instagram resigned from the uh, company. Uh, Due to, if I'm not mistaken, they, they didn't really like how much power and control Zuckerberg kind of take it with the company. And so I thought it'd be interesting um, to understand that the reason that those gentlemen left uh, Facebook was because of the controls Mark Zuckerberg has over Facebook. What kind of controls does social media have over society and therefore business? Well, that's a good question. I think it's a, I think it's a great question. And I've got to tell you, this is where we might get into some generational differences. Uh, my being on the younger end of uh, Gen X, I think, or actually the older end, however you want to face, however you want to phrase it. I'm Gen X. You are Gen Z. I think we agree yeah. that you are uh, Gen Z. Uh, post-millennial. <laughs> post-millennial. There you have it. And I am certainly of an age where I remember a life before social media, uh, where I, I mean, shoot, we didn't even have the phones plugged into the wall, Sam, when I, when I was a kid. It's unheard of. It's absolutely amazing, isn't it? And uh, the phones plugged into the wall, and you certainly couldn't text with them. You actually talked to people on your phone. And you had a separate camera, all that good stuff. So I certainly remember a, 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 a life before social media. I certainly remember business before social media and when you advertised in the newspaper on the television. And I also remember once Facebook became as widespread as it is, other social media, I remember talking to marketing experts that just said, uh, you need to devote X amount of money to Facebook. And we said, well, what are we going to do on Facebook? We don't understand. And they said, we, you know, just you got to commit money. Well, tell us, what are we going to do? And no one could really, you know, kind of explain it to our great satisfaction. What are we going to get for all this money? I'm not sure people still can, but uh, without a doubt, your generation understands the role of social media sure. and the overall strength that, that it has. Now, when I the first time I, I was an early adopter of social media, uh, I think I wasn't Facebook user number five or anything like that, but I was relatively, you know, early on with Facebook. It was kind of fun. I mean, dude, you, you're not probably not even on Facebook, are you? No. Uh, what social what social media do you use? Usually Twitter. That's the main one I use. That, that one. And, uh, you know, other people use Instagram. Instagram, Snapchat. Snapchat, and there are a whole host of others. It seems like if you have any sort of specialized inf- interest or avocation, there is a social media. I guess you could that. even include things like LinkedIn. That's really yeah. more of a job-oriented, but, you yeah. know, you're kind of connecting with people. Well, you're right. There's, I mean, there are all these different avenues in order to converse or, or chat with people that certainly didn't exist uh, previously. And so I was an early adopter of Facebook. I don't mind telling you. And it was kind of fun at first. Uh, and I got to tell you, this is kind of a funny story. I think it's kind of a funny story. You'll probably look at me and go, my Lord, this guy's just really old. He's, he's kind of doddering. 
But when I signed on to Facebook years ago, I had just seen the premiere episode of the show uh, The Walking Dead. You know that show? Yeah, it's actually filmed where I'm from. Oh, really? Right down the street. Yeah, that's right. Well, I saw the opening episode. Did you ever see the opening episode? Um... Yeah, I did actually. It's actually really, really good TV. I don't at I first. Don't, it, I don't. It, want, yeah. it fades off pretty quickly. <laughs> well, it does. But I got to tell you, I'm not a big horror movie fan. I'm certainly not a zombie fan. Uh, I've never watched any George Romero movies, Night of the Living Dead, any of that type of stuff. But you know, here it is. Facebook was asking me, you know, what are some of your likes? And I just seen this show, and they had advertised it so heavily on AMC, and that used to be on AMC. I don't right. know if I still want on AMC. I think AMC. it is. And so I watched it, and it was really quality television. Not not a ton about zombies. It was more about character development. It was just really cool, and I really liked it. I'd just seen the premiere episode. So I said, yeah, sure, I like, I like, you know, The Walking Dead. I forget what else I put in there and some other things. I think I'm like, like Sinatra, YouTube, some of, some, of the, some of that type of stuff. And then I couldn't understand. Every time I got on Facebook, there were, you know, don't forget this year's zombie convention in XYZ Town. And Did you go to it? <laughs> no, I didn't go to it. But I just wasn't putting two and two together. I mean, every time I, ta- every time I got on there, there was some sort of advertisement for some sort of horror theme, something or another, pictures of skeletons. Um, there was, a, and you, if you remember the band, uh, you'll certainly know where this is coming from. I got, you know, don't don't forget to download Iron, Iron Maiden, this or this or the other thing. I'm like, well, what in the world is going on? I don't like all this stuff. But then again, all of a sudden I realized, and this one, this went on for a couple of months. Every time I got on there, it got to where I was being kind of creepy. <laughs> I mean, I, I wasn't, well, I wasn't being creepy. The face, Facebook was being creepy. Maybe, maybe I am creepy. I go, what in the world? And then I went, oh my gosh. Look at this. I've shared all this stuff with Facebook. And one of the things that I shared was... You like Walking Dead? I like The Walking Dead. So assuming, I bet most people that do like The Walking Dead were... Pretty interested in most of the, those other things. I guess so, but I was kind of like, gee whiz. I started thinking to myself, look how much information about myself, I mean, whether or not, not all of it is necessarily true, but look how this information that I freely gave to these strangers. Oh, yeah. That's where so much of their profit comes from. I mean, just, I, I gave all this information to these strangers. I mean, I didn't even know who they were. And they're like, oh, yeah, I like this, I like this, I like this. And I've got to ask you this, Sam. If you were walking down the street in downtown Birmingham, and someone were to come up to you and ask you, what do you like? Would you tell them? Of course not. Of course not. But you get behind a computer screen and someone asks you, what do you like? Ah. It's a little easier. It's a little easier, isn't it? But think how much information Americans and people from around the world are sharing out there in the ether with people like Mark Zuckerberg, to use his name as just kind of synonymous with Facebook, with all these other, all these other ears, and they're using this information to do what? Make sell, money. Yeah, to sell us stuff, yeah. right? Sell us stuff we may or may not need. But think of that database out there. Somebody, I mean, these people know everything everything about you, everything that you like, everything you listen to. I mean, just think of all the benefits they get from it. They get research on what clients want, what customers want. They get networking with new people, with uh, people that are interested in their products and services that otherwise they might not have known about. Um, even, even just brand development. I Listen, from a business standpoint, it's brilliant. From a personal standpoint, it's kind of like, I can't believe we're sharing all this information for sure. There's definitely some drawbacks and negatives to So I am wondering, and this is what I want to talk about social media, and this is where my being maybe, you know, Gen X, I might feel a little bit differently because I do remember that the world still, the sun came, still came up in the east and the world still continued to revolve without social media. I know that's hard to believe. But how much longer people are going to continue to give these social media outlets 
all this information for free, or is this something that you think the average consumer, the average American, doesn't even consider? I think it's coming becoming a bigger issue. Because I know people are starting to understand the stuff that they're just giving away. Um, and are trying to be a little more conscientious about that. Because I, I don't mind telling you, I ended up um, greatly distancing myself and my activities from uh, Facebook. I ended up getting rid of all my likes on there. Uh, so now, according to Facebook, I, I don't know. They, I don't get any advertisement. I mean, very few advertisements. What do you like? What do you like? Every time I log in, it's like, what do you like? Tell us something that you like. Tell us something that you like. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. So by not sharing that information, I kind of... I'm not the I'm the anti Facebook person I think right. So what do you think the the future of social media is? Understanding that I know some business people that that is their primary form of advertising social media in general. It's out there. It's a Pandora's box. It's out there to stay. But how much longer is is this just kind of a new thing, or do you think we'll ever go back to? Things like newspaper and television and radio. No, I mean, I think we're kind of on the tip of the iceberg of uh, just kind of this big data uh, movement that we're really seeing through social media, through things like likes and follows and stuff like that. But, um, I mean, obviously it's going to be shifting as we go forward. I Mm -hmm. mean, people are starting to be a little more conscientious and protective about what they're actually putting out there. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what it looks like going forward. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. But I also think, I, and I would submit, that social media websites are going to be far more clever on how they get the information. Sure. The early ones uh, were able to just ask you, what do you like? And we, we gladly gave it to them. Moving forward, I think there'll be some kind of algorithms. I mean, something. Be able to, how you type, how you ask questions, the people that you see. Where, do, where your friends, what websites they go to. What you're commenting, you exactly. know, Exactly. And it's out there now. But, I mean, so the thing is, that's what, the, that's what they'll get going on. And all of a sudden, that's, that's kind of – it's both exciting and scaring to me. I mean, think, if, I, if we had a conversation and I hadn't met you before, we have a five-ten-minute conversation, I feel like I could get a general idea of the, uh, the thing of is, things you like the and thing the thing is person when, you are. Well, Sam, when I meet strangers, I stand there with a completely flat affect. And I generally talk about it like this. A complete flat affect. And so people ask me questions, I just don't respond. And then they kind of walk away. Is that? What's that? Is that so? No, you know, that's not so. I can't can't shut up for talking. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it is. But I still submit, as awesome as social media is for a lot of folks, the best way to network socially is to actually go out and meet with people. Sam, I yeah. believe you were telling me about some social networking you did this past weekend. I did. Yeah, we were talking about it. Yeah, so what exactly was the social Going networking? Going out to a brewery, meeting a few friends there. I yeah. think that kind of counts. I think that counts. I think that's probably the best way of doing, doing social networking. So there's not... It's old-fashioned. Old, uh, <laughs> you're old school. You're old school. old school. That's old school, man. You're kicking it old school. <laughs> Do people even say kicking it old school any longer? No. I doubt. No. no. Yeah, that's they, old school. <laughs> I guess I really kind of am just completely old school on that. But I, I, I submit that there is never going to be a good a good replacement for face-to-face networking, no matter how much we use social media. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I also think that social media, um, people tend to perceive that the voices and what becomes prominent on social media kind of represents everybody, even uh. though when you really think about it, I mean, Twitter is what I would consider probably the most vocal social media outlet. You know, people are really, it's very easy to get their opinion out to a broad group of people. 7% of the U.S. uses Twitter. That's it. Yeah, so say even it's a 50-50 split on something real controversial. Mm -hmm. 
even a hundred percent, you're you're assuming that the rest of the country agrees with that seven percent of the country. Well, let me again. I think maybe you and I've had this conversation, but I've certainly had it with other people. And maybe even written about it about how social media is being used, and this is way to launder news. Oh yeah. We've talked about it. And so that's what I find amazing about social media is the fact that you can put out something relatively scandalous out into social media and get someone to, to re- retweet it or to share it or to like it or what have you. The next person does it. And by the time they do that enough, it's almost like a, a, a bad nickel or something like that. It just kind of funnels through to where it gets a, it accepted as, Definitely. As, as fact in some form or fashion. And I wonder if we ever get to a point in our society uh, that – you know, talk, call it fake news, call it whatever you want to, where this non-news, it doesn't necessarily have to be fake, but this not, not necessarily newsworthy information comes out that all of a sudden we get almost a turnaround. The pendulum has gone too far, and the pendulum will swing back towards investigative journalism, which I don't think we have as much of in the United States any longer. No, not at all. It's and first to get the story out right now. The first to get the story out, the first one to do clicks, likes, shares, and what have you. So, sure. so, so, the, so the distribution network, what, what is so, gets so strange about social media, in my opinion, is the distribution network is driving the story as opposed to the story driving the distribution network. Definitely. And that seems kind of upside down. Without a doubt. And that seems kind of almost 1984-ish, but in a weird sort of way. Maybe yeah. I don't know. I mean, so so when I so what I wonder as a Gen X as a as a middle aged man, and I'm only middle aged if I live to be a hundred years of age. But as I wonder, I'm sitting here wondering, going, and I see things about people in the in the social media um, industry wanting to get out because people like Mark Zuckerberg have too much power, and 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 so on and so forth. At some point, have we reached a tipping point where? Social media's overall importance, particularly in business, begins to wane. I think that could be a good point. You know, it's funny, in Apple's new updates on their phone, there's now settings where you can limit social media time, where you can say, I want to be one hour or less a day on social media. And so when I get to 55 minutes, five minutes before my time runs out, it'll let me know. And then when that one hour runs out, it'll kick me off all social media. But, you know, the thing about that is that sounds fantastic. People that really like their social media, they're going to put the limit themselves, are going to absolutely hate it. Well, that is true, but a lot of people I know that updated their phone and didn't really know about this and have gone on with their normal habits, you let them know and they look at how much social media they've been on that day. Most people think it's a lot less than it is because it's really become just kind of, you know, you don't even think about it. You open your phone, you get on Facebook, you get on Twitter. So so this then takes me into... Another thing, thing, I mean, just a line of thought that I just wouldn't even think about before, though. Does this make social media addictive? Oh, I think social media is super addictive. So let me ask you this. We talked about syntaxes, right? Sugary, sugary sodas and how, how those things are addictive. And we already tax alcohol and tobacco. Those things are addictive. And things that are addictive generally aren't good for you, Right. Yeah, or a lot I, of things. You know where I'm going. You know where I'm going with it. Would do you ever think there would be a point at some point in the future where the government would want to come in and try to tax or otherwise regulate well, I this? Think that'd if be we a can prove it, more difficult. You know, yeah, I mean, this trading perspective here, Sam. Starts to get into the First Amendment rights. That starts to get into. I mean, I don't think there's as many negative externalities with 
being on social media as there is. Well, I mean, the thing is, so we, people throw around First Amendment arguments way too easily. If we tax social media, are we inhibiting or prohibiting your ability to have your opinion? In a sense, yeah. How, well, I mean, how, how so? You can say whatever you want, but your usage on Facebook is going to cost you five, five cents a day. What about the people that can't afford to be on Facebook all day? <laughs> well, then they probably shouldn't be on Facebook all day. <laughs> and this is where the old man in me comes out. If you if you can't afford to pay the tax hey, on I'm, social media— I'm just media, playing devil's advocate. advocate. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I disagree. Well, I don't like the devil. Devil's bad stuff. Uh, that's what I've been taught, again, being an old man. Different generation, I think. Devil's bad stuff. We don't we don't want to be an advocate for the devil, all right, Sam? Right. We can talk about this yeah. after we're finished. Yeah. With today. No, but if, if you can't afford to be on, if you can't afford to, afford to pay the tax, maybe you shouldn't be on social media in, in the first place. But in a sense, taxing is a way to limit things. Ah. So, so that's the yeah. government trying to limit your First Amendment, right? Well, I mean, if, but then if, if we're going to do that, then you know where I'm going with this, Sam. Should the government be taxing my sugar? Consumption. Which amendment is that one? I think that's the uh, twenty six. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's thirty first. I think uh-huh. uh, so that was uh, that was introduced by the uh, senator from Louisiana, I believe. Sounds now, more I, like New York. Yeah. Something. Well, I mean, like, I could sit there and make an argument that's my free speech. I mean, everything else is free speech. I mean, you know, certain certain types of performance are to free speech. I would sit there and say my consumption of sugar. I got, so it's your perform- big gulp is the same thing as you standing outside the White House and protesting I, is I, what you're saying well what if i were protesting the uh, sugary soda tax by drinking a soda in front of the white house well i think the protest is fine but you <laughs> well that's how i'd protest it so i mean the thing i, I think you can see where i'm saying also when we get down into the weeds on, on something like this there's really no end in sight to what the what the government can do if we let i think i used this phrase before the camel's nose underneath the tent well, I guess you already are kind of seeing the government work its way into social media stuff with all the hearings they've had lately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I don't think Google showed up, did they? No, they left their chair empty. <laughs> made a Google offered to bring their chief legal officer, and that's not what the Senate wanted. <laughs> well, of course not. They yeah, <laughs> who, who would? That's the most prepared person, you'd hope, at least. Oh. <laughs> uh, no comment at this time. <laughs> that's, that's what they would say. So here we are close to the end, and I'm not even sure if we've really accomplished much except for trading some perspectives on social media. I'm of the opinion that, if you can't guess from, from my comments right now, Sam, that, social, that, we, that we overuse and underutilize social media in, in our lives and that perhaps we give it way too much credit and also way too much blame at the same time. I think I'd agree with that. Uh, we're yeah, supposed to trade perspectives yeah, here. I don't agree with that. <laughs> fair, fair enough. This is probably going to, guys. This is probably going to be a topic that we will have plenty more times in the future because Definitely. This, this is going. I mean, social media. It's it's a Pandora's box. It's out there. We're not going backwards. But how much of a role should it have in our consumption of information, particularly when not all the information is is accurate? Uh, when when I can go out there and create a news story with period end of discussion, and anyone can do it. Um, and so we will continue to see this evolve, and we will likely continue to see the Congress and other other governments try to get to the b- proverbial bottom of this. Definitely, whether or not we're at it, the beginning for all these hearings, I think I, we're I, without a doubt first inning of them. Yeah, we hear about some kid that's getting bullied online and all that all that yeah. stuff. Uh, I think we're at the tip of the iceberg here. I think we're probably at almost an inflection point uh, in how how social media is going to evolve moving forward. 
Now, with that, that is our main trading perspectives here today. Uh, Got to tell you, listen, guys, thank you so much for listening. We always love to hear from, from you all. So if you have any questions or comments, always let us know. You can send us an email to tradingperspectives at oakworthcapital.com, or you can subscribe to the podcast on the podcast outlet of your choice. And always don't, I mean, don't forget to review us. Uh, also got to tell you, please share uh, our podcast with your friends and uh, also with your enemies. Just make sure you share it. Sam, your thoughts on that? I agree. And if you're interested in hearing more about what we have to say or about our company, please go online to oakworthcapital.com. Play around on the website a little bit, but also look underneath the Thought Leadership tab, and you'll be able to find some of our proprietary information called Common Sense and Others that will help you understand how we view the world. And with that, I'm John Norris here today. I'm Sam Clement. I hope you all have a great day. See you next week.